Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors, Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So this was uh, taken from the Hobby Hotline of December 3rd. So it's been a while. As always, I encourage you to listen to the show. It's in entirety. This is just a cut-down version. I edited it pretty heavily to fit things that I haven't talked about. Thanks, Danny and Cousin Tony, my fellow co-hosts. You know, popped in for a while as well. So I had a great time. Hope you enjoy it. Bought the first uncut sheet in my collection. 96, 97 tops basketball base sheet. Got the Iverson, Kobe, Ray Allen rookies on there. Are you getting it framed or how are you living? Yeah, I got to figure that out now. I go to a pro or do I go to a Michaels? It's like a craft store here that they do framing. Just don't let them laminate it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Actually, what do you think of uncut sheets? I got a bunch of them, and they're a problem when you get more than one because you run out <laughs> of wall space. Yeah. But that's a great one that you got there. I, but I've got some. I just don't have enough wall space. And they're hard to mail. They're hard to transact. But they're really cool. I like the artistic value on certain sets. When you put it up on the wall, it's really a piece of art. Yeah, exactly how I look at it. And getting them cut is no easy matter. You touched on this before. It's special cutting. The manufacturers cut a whole bunch of sheets at once. Set up to get the registration just right. It's a lot of work to get the first sheet lined up. And so if you do it one at a time, I won't say it's prohibitive for, for a really great sheet, but it's very expensive. If you do it by hand or a homemade remedy, even with a fancy cutter, if you're a little bit off in terms of your right angles if it's not 90 degree corners you can't get them graded interesting needless to say no plans of cutting it it's just going to be framed and it'll be hanging behind me but that's what i was afraid of does that mean i'm going to want another and another another? so we'll Well, see what depresses the value of sheets because sheets should be really worth way more than the sum of the parts but it's rare cases they are because in order to break it up to get the parts there's a cost and there's a potential loss if you mess it up, you can't undo it. I was curious about the value of the uncut sheets themselves without cutting them up. I always thought there should be more value in that whole sheet than it seems the industry really likes. Hypothetically, yes. But the, the fallback, oh, I just chop them up. There's some additional cost there. Tony, you've done the right thing. That's a very nice display piece. So it's going to stand mm-hmm. on its own merit. It was weird. This whole sheet costs less than a card. There's been a slew of partnerships. Everybody playing musical chairs. First is the Collectible and eBay partnership. Collectible will be selling assets, not just fractionally, but directly on eBay. And they will be storing, I think, $5 million worth of cards to start out in the eBay vault. Another one, PSA and whatnot. Now you can buy your cards on whatnot. And one of the options is to have them sent directly to PSA without having to get them home first. And that's very interesting. The WhatNot platform seems to be pivoting a little bit. And I think it's going to be interesting to see where they end up. The other one is PWCC, the amount of grading options they now include with their vaulting service. They actually work with Mike Baker Authentications, the MBA, doing raw authenticating and keeping them raw. Not to be a contrary, but I wouldn't call them partnerships. I would call them working relationships. Partnerships sounds very grand. But basically, each entity is doing their specialty, their preferred relationships. If they are completely exclusive, then it sounds a little bit like a partnership. But partnership to me means we're going to split the profits. 
I don't think they're going to split the profits. I think they're going to each do their own thing. If there is some rev share, a lot of times the bigger quote unquote partner doesn't exactly share 50-50, but I think it's great. It means people are aligning. They're joining teams now. If you're an isolated entity out there, it could be pretty lonely. PWCC, I think they have all the big players except for PSA, which is the biggest. With PWCC playing the field like that, they're covering a lot of bases. But collectors and PSA not being involved means they probably are doing their own thing. It's too much stepping on their other sister companies' toes. Yeah, I think the say in Golden, which is also collectors of a deal in the marketplace, very similar to the PWCC. Now, I don't purchase on whatnot yet, but that's kind of cool. You can just buy it and it gets sent off and you don't have to worry about shipping it a few times. I guess a lot of this are tied into the vaults. What's the benefit of the collector who likes to see their cards and hold their cards? There are pros and cons. And Dr. Beckett, your cards and from a bigger viewpoint on insurance and safety, how do you look at vaults and knowing that there are a lot of them right now and a lot of them are in different states and different tax rules, et cetera? Yeah, if you're buying a card, there could be a preferred tax advantage to buying it and having it domiciled in Oregon or Delaware, one of these sales tax-free states. But the cards I already own, why do I need to put them in a vault? I've got them in a safe deposit box for the really valuable ones, and I can go see them anytime I want to. Beckett Media has a vault. I could put stuff there, and that's not far away. But it's just not a big vault customer right now because I think when it's free to put it in there, then they can hold me hostage taking it out. If I wanted to put a big buy it now price on it, I would do it, and that'd be a good strategy. But I'm not in that mode right now. When I'm selling my 1% a month, it's not the best 1% each month. It's the worst 1% each month. So I won't get to the vault-worthy stuff for about 99 months. (laughs) Exactly. In fact, that's why there's other sites to sell lower-end cards. I don't know that everybody's familiar with how many platforms there actually are to transact those cards. I think everybody defaults to eBay, but obviously ComC, there's BuySportsCards.com. and Sport Lots. Exactly. Marketplace. There's a lot of cards being sold that are my slabs. If we're not vaulting cards, how many different sites does everybody really shop? If you're looking for cards, are you just an eBay? It's... Very heavy eBay with one or two other sites mixed in just because old habit. I've seen a lot of people in the chat saying, I want my stuff. Like I can't imagine having a card and not being able to enjoy the whole part to me. The biggest part of when I buy a card is when it comes in the mail and I open it and I get to see it, touch it, feel it. Where if I just buy it and it goes in a vault and I just get to look at it on the computer, I'm like, yeah, that's mine. But I don't know. It, like somebody said, it's getting a star named after you. Yeah, I, I'm not. <laughs> playing in the space where my cards need to be vaulted. So if you have a billion dollar card, then maybe, but even then I'd still want to have it just because it's mine. And then there's the whole hostage aspect to it. Okay, you got to get it out, but it's going to be this, that, or whatever. Definitely for now, I'm good on the vaulting thing. I want my stuff. Yeah, yeah I think that one of the few advantages to vaulting is right now, they are offering some cheaper deals. If you're going to pull your cards out, you want them in the next couple of months and you can wait past their promo time. A lot of them are offering, if you buy from them, some money off, three months free, and then you can get your card. So that might be one of the scenarios where I would shop for a deal and wait a couple months and then take the card. Do you guys trust vaults? That's one of the reasons why in this alignment and teaming up, it's not just a vault entity that had no connection to other aspects 
of the hobby. If eBay messes up in their vault, it messes up their whole business. <laughs> if Golden or PWC, CC, Beckett vault, if they mess up in their vault when you've got really expensive cards, it jeopardizes their whole business. That gives me comfort. They're not going to mess up. If they did mess up, they'd want to make good. But just a special vaulting thing that was who knows who's behind it, I definitely would not do that. In the business world, when you have bankruptcy and creditors, is the card an asset of the vaulting company? Where is the line of creditors and the collector? Should the vault go belly up? I think we all have hesitation where you can go to a safety deposit box if you really need to. I'm not sure these vaulting companies are set up to where if they go belly up, you have to buy your cards back because you never sold them to them. They're just storing them there. Would they get held as assets in a bankruptcy? They're my asset that they're holding. They're a warehouse for what is mine. Have these vaulting companies moved away from borrowing off the value of cards of the vault? Yeah, they would loan a percentage against the cards, especially when the industry was very hot. It always seemed extremely risky. Yeah, and they're not just the only ones. There's people in the hobby that have been pushing it. They are just simple loans with cards as collateral. Is there ever a situation where you could see yourself not holding your own cards? I just like to come down here and look at my stuff. And heck, how do I even know if I put in a vault that it's even there? I have no access to the vault. I can't see it. I just I like to have my cards. That's the point of collecting. If your only heartburn is you won't be able to see your card, they'll say, if it's an expensive card, have a camera on it. Five yeah, feet I guess. for you at yeah, all times. You'll be able to show it to your friends or look at it, pop in, make sure it's there. Now, if they did a switcheroo, I don't think so. But like I said, yeah. these vault companies need to make it on not just holding the cards forever, but in and out, as long as that works, loaning on cards that you're holding in your hand, that's probably a good business too. As long yeah. as you're not loaning to value at 90%. It's been running like 60% depending or, on the Or market. less. What are people loaning against for certain cards? That's maybe a better barometer of what cards are really worth is if you've got a 52 tops mantle, you probably get a good loan on that. But a newer basketball card, even if it's limited, you're probably going to get as much loan value on it. Wouldn't that be cool, though? It's like a hostage camera. Like my car, it's still sitting there. Okay. Maybe that's mine. They're in prison, so vaults really are prisons for cards. <laughs> I go. mean, it's to keep you in the ecosystem. Solitary confinement. Right. When I went to the Beckett uh, vault, it's not obvious whose cards are whose. So really? they're just there. It does say this can be from the Dr. James Beckett collection. I suppose they could do that, but it's more utilitarian than that. They've got some cards mounted, and then they've got some cards in locked drawers. It's not a museum. It's a vault. Without getting into too much detail, what is the organizational system? I'm not the boss anymore, but look right. at the pictures from eBay. If they really got going, they would need a million square feet because it looks like they've got a few cards on the wall. My wall behind me, they're packed. The yeah. vaults I've seen have one card per square foot on the wall. A lot of white space there, which I think makes it look more like an art gallery. But if you have thousands of cards in your vault, you can't give each one of them a square foot on the wall. You're going to have to put some in kind of like safe deposit boxes. Now we're back to the bank concept. I've got to go to my bank. Of course, no light is damaging it. And then I get it out and look at it. I think the vaults are insured. Right. The vaults also have, like when we got started with BGS, the insurance carriers a lot of times will cover transit, not just when we have it, but when it's getting there and going back. So you're not having to buy insurance from FedEx at high rates. So a blanket thing that all of our vault cards are going to be covered while they're in the vault, 
on the way to the vault, on the way from the vault. You have to follow their procedures in order to be compliant with these insurance companies. You probably have to mail it out a certain way, but it's rare that things get lost in the mail. It's not unheard of, but most third-party insurance is profitable. If you're in a bank vault, I don't think you have to have insurance for cards that are in a bank vault. I don't think you've got to have insurance for cards that are in one of these third-party vaults. If you've got cards in your home, most of these insurance companies make you list all the cards that you have that are above a certain value. You got to document that you have them. And if it's your show inventory, that's problematic. You're bringing it out, taking it back. And, oh, I, I lost this card when you actually sold it. Or you bought a new one and you got to make an addendum to your insurance. Above X dollars, well, that's 100, 1,000, 10,000, whatever, the insurance companies surely are going to make you list it. On the other hand, a lot of my $2 cards or $5 cards, I ship them to ComC. And I'm sure ComC has insurance because those are my cards. If something happened to my cards there, if their place burned down, I don't think I'd get 100 cents on the dollar, but I'd get a settlement check from their insurance company. I heard a great story on GoGTS Live about a guy who got cards that were left in a bank deposit box or the bank apparently had surrendered it. The reason I bring this story up is I point out banks are the only ones that legally have to protect property. I don't believe that's the case with any other vault. So read the fine print in every other vault, because most of them, if something bad happens, you're going to have to struggle to get your cards back. There's no path of legality. So I recommend a bank vault way over any other vault. I also like ComC as a vault. Also, pay attention to what's going with Starstock right now. They are a vault. Now they're charging $5. What's going to happen there? In my opinion, mass exodus and mass liquidation. Is the industry going to see more mergers at larger level? To Is it the cream that's going to rise to the top? And the companies that we're uncomfortable with, everybody's going to be uncomfortable with, and they're not going to stay in business. I think it's a lot more bankruptcy. Why buy some of these dying assets? I was a huge Starstock fan, but why would you touch that? There's a bad name. The other dark secret here, who's going to give you cash for your cards on a loan? No okay. bank, no institution. The only person who's going to give you cash for your cards is a vault. Why? Because they know they lock that in. Also, when you sell a card in a vault, if it doesn't sell, it doesn't get a payment, they continue to list. You have to forcefully beg and stop them from listing it. There is nothing, in my opinion, positive about any of the vaulting companies. They all extract transactions away from the collector. All based on this paranoia of insurance. Show me a successful insurance claim. I want to see one where you had a mantle where it was destroyed and your insurance claim came in and covered it for dollar for dollar. At least I've never seen it. So the fear and uncertainty that vaults tell you about, you don't want to protect your car. Just get an insurance rider. You have a wife, does she have a ring? Put the same thing with your special cards on that. But I think we're going to see a lot of bankruptcy and a lot of closing in the future of these businesses.